Hello and welcome to a new episode of Foodocracy for Her. I'm Kalyan Pramakar and Foodocracy for Her is where I speak to uh, women entrepreneurs in the world of food and beverages in India. And we've got some really fascinating stories over the last year and a half. And today, after quite some time, after quite some time, I'm taking you um, across the country. I'm in Mumbai to Kolkata, which is my hometown. And we're going to speak to uh, Shohini Vasu, uh, who is uh, also known as Mrs. Magpie. But, but of course, when you see her, you, you sort of wonder that why am I calling her Mrs. Magpie? I mean, unless, of course, you want so many fans of Mrs. Magpie. So, so welcome on board, Shoini. So uh, great to uh, have you on board. And, and, and this is actually the second time which we are chatting. Because I remember years back uh, in uh, Ardawit Kalyan on IFN, there was one on uh, patisseries and confectionery, and, yes. and you were a panelist there. But this time it's going to be a one-on-one chat, which is uh, lovely. And, and Shoini's story is very interesting. So, I mean, uh, while she runs uh, the Mrs. Magpie cafeteria, sort of, sort of chain in, in Bombay, uh, sorry, in, in Calcutta, uh, but, but that's not how she had started. But uh, let's, let's hear it uh, from her. So, uh, Shoini, is it right to call you a Calcutta girl? Uh, bits and pieces, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, a, I think of myself as a bit of a nomad being here and there, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brought up in Calcutta mostly my childhood from 5 to uh, 18. A lot of influences, obviously, which I've you know, carried forward in my life. Uh, once, once upon a time, I used to work in fashion with Sabya Sachi, and that uh, was around 2002. Uh, sorry. Can we redo this? Sorry. Can we... Uh-huh. <laughs> Can we redo that part? Uh, because it was... We are, we are back. So Shoini was a bit worried that she's got her dates wrong. So I paused the video to convince her that this is not an ICSE uh, history exam. <laughs> so it's it's fine. I mean, it's, it's absolutely fine. And in any case, with uh, at the risk of being sexist with women, you're not supposed to ask dates too much. But uh-huh. Shoini, so, so, so tell me, I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia, growing up in Calcutta, then you were in Paris, London, fashion. Well, what's, what's happening? <laughs> For me, actually, food has been very interesting. Working in fashion at that time, uh, you know, before the internet, especially, or when the internet just about came in, you know, food was the enemy. So when I, you know, like, you don't eat. In fact, when I was <laughs> in Paris, uh, all the French girls were just like on a diet of cigarettes and coffee. And, you know, that's probably one of the reasons why they're lovely and skinny. But, you know, it was also a time when I started... Um, falling in love with uh, the French patisserie because, you know, before that I was exposed to a lot of uh, like the English bakery style, American, of course, because that's what is prevalent in India, I feel, is the American uh, bakery Mm. style, you know, with the sponge and everything. But the French, you know, they just, it's a completely different world. And this is something I got exposed to in 2009. So what, so so just, uh, so in, uh, before France, you were in the UK, right? Or was it transferred? So actually, 2002, I was in the UK. I was doing uh, my fashion degree from the UK. I okay. came back to India around 2004. I worked okay. at Sachi for about four years. Okay, so from 2004 onwards. Yes. yes. I decided to do a pursue a fashion marketing and management course in uh, Paris. Okay. And that is where I fell in love with the French patisserie. Okay. I mean, it's, it's, it was mind-blowing, completely different. And, you know, it's just actually for me, the creativity of it is probably what excited me. Because, you know, like, 
being in fashion, it's that layering, it's just a different way of layering and a different way to uh, um, create. Any, any sort of vivid memory from back then of, of, any, of any dish or any cafe or any instance? Hot chocolate, very much the hot chocolate. At, uh, at Angelina or that's too touristy? Angelina's was the inspiration. <laughs> it really was inspiration because Mrs. Oh, by Mac the way, I have many friends uh, who are fans of the Mrs. Magpie hot chocolate. Yes, I'm sure there's yes. a bit of Mac Angelina in that then. Like my friends, Konishko, Monishita. Yeah. In fact, uh, a little bit of the way the name came about the Mrs. Magpie. Magpie is actually for me the bird you read about like for me it was an aesop's fable which i read about and like i loosely interpreted it as you collecting as the bird collecting things that she liked in her house so all the recipes and all like all kinds of influences have come together to create mrs magpie and everything is an original or, or uh, a rendition you know like I don't like to do anything cookie cutter or what's already being done in the market because you know honestly if it's already out there then what's the point so that's been one of my driving ethos when I, you know, for Mr. Magpie. And, and uh, just um, sort of to give readers or, or listeners a context. So you were, you were studying uh, fashion and business management in, in Paris. And then you were sort of, uh, you fell in love with the patisseries over there and the hot chocolate of Angelina, where you often have to queue up to, yeah. to sort of have it. So a bit like, um, what's it? Peter Cat and the chiller kebabs in, in Kolkata. Uh, and and then uh, you also did a patisserie course uh, somewhere over there, right? Yeah, I did uh, the patisserie diploma from Le Cordoble in London. I wanted to do so it. Why, in, so why London? Why why not? I wanted to do it in English so I didn't lose anything in you know. Boston translation. Yes. <laughs> I think it was cliche school. Yes, yes. So by then, uh, had you sort of decided to sort of open something in patisserie and is that why I you did your course? Not, honestly, I had not. I, um, at that time, so why, I why do you do it? I'm going to come back to India, but uh, I don't know, like I was here, uh, I, had, I had to be in Calcutta for some time and I was kind of creating and keeping up uh, the, the skill set. And then, you know, I started showing you know, like, you know, you know, feeding friends and everyone was kind of getting excited and they're like, you should do this, you should do this, you know, and then I, and then I was like, you know, I was looking, I started looking at places and uh, then one thing led to another and uh, I made, you know, I created Mr. Magpie and then one year down the line, I got my first award from T2. And that's yes. And that's when I realized that I'd actually created something, you know, I wasn't, I, I, you know, I, I'm not that the stereotypical business minded person who had a plan. You know, honestly, at that, I'm still from that generation where we <laughs> thought, you know, we, we thought. <laughs> now, of course, you know, with experience. Uh, I, I don't know whether it's generation or the Bengali uh, <laughs> bit in you. Though your father was an astute uh, businessman, uh, Arnab uncle, as our friends call him. I mean, unfortunately yeah. passed away. But and, and he had sort of set up the Monjini's franchise in the East, which then became Myanmar. So in a way, you, you do come from baking genes. Yeah, or bakery business jeans. Business jeans, yes. But apparently, well, I, when I was growing up, I think it was the last thing I imagined myself doing, you know, like... Too, too, too many pastries and too many chicken mayonnaise rolls yeah, coming out of a yes, man. <laughs> I think when you're, you know, when you're living it, you don't realize... Uh, you no, don't like, realize. like my dad was a doctor. I lost him uh, very early in life. Yeah. But I was very clear even uh, then that I, I wouldn't want to be a doctor. I mean, I don't know if I could have become one. Huh. I never had the aptitude for it. 
But I was yeah. very clear that I didn't want to become one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, you were talking of uh, you're not wanting to do something uh, cookie cutter. That's an interesting pun in the context of uh, the business you are. Now I am trying to do a bit of a telescopic view of the Calcutta confectionery business and 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 the scene and 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 the from point of view of someone who's uh, grown up there in the 80s and 90s and then uh, moved out, but but keeps going back. Mm. So. Um, I, I belong to the generation which is slightly after the furpose of the world, if if that's the right pronunciation. So one, I think they they sell clothes over there now, with, where mm. furpose used to be, but one had heard of it. So it's it's sort of after the halcyon days of uh, Park Street, yeah. and it's more like the post the Jyoti Basu and Trade Union sort of uh, stuff. Yeah. And and then um, I mean, and and I sort of grew up in suburban Calcutta, so there was. Uh, I mean, it was really Jolla Joke, which were the treats, and then uh, Monjini's, which opened, uh, I think, in the late 80s when I was in high school. And at that time, that was like this really big uh, thing. And and then there were a few other things like sugar and spice as that. And and then somewhere down the line, um, Cookie Jar opened in uh, near De La Martina uh, girls when probably were in high school. And and it was, um, I, I think, it took Calcutta by its storm, and it was. A uh, bit of an exclusive thing. Because still then, uh, there was Flurries, but I think Flurries had sort of become very rundown till the Park Hotel Group took it over. I mean, I remember when I was in college, it was quite a CD thing, but uh, then they took it over. So I, I think Cookie Jar was really the talk of the town. So when I first started working late 1990s, like you know, buying the sort of lemon tart there and the and the, and the uh, chicken crush patties and the chocolate boat stuff and all that. Yeah. And and pretty much after that, nothing really happened. I mean, yeah. I and and by then I'd moved out, but I kept going to the city and have friends there and food lovers. And, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think that the next big thing after Cookie Jar was Mrs. Magpie. I I, I do know that in the last two or three years, uh, there has been some there has been a fair bit of movement in the Calcutta cafe scene. I don't know so much about it, sorry. But I think that Mrs. Magpie was the next biggest thing after Cookie Jar, and which was out of quite a longish gap, because yeah. Cookie Jar was probably like uh, late 1990s, and you were 2014, right? Mrs. 2012. 2012. 2012. Yeah. So, so how did the city sort of uh, respond to it? I mean, I have blogger friends, and at that time, blogging was very innocent. So they would we would eat and write about it. So they would write about it, and I knew it was something interesting happening there. And we went and tried it, enjoyed. But how did the city react to it? Um, see, and it's also a city with such a strong sweet tooth and the mishti dukan culture and all of that. Yeah. And also, you were in South Calcutta, which is again not the most western part. You were around the lakes and bull park. That's one of the remember, first right? uh, cafes in that place. There was actually no yes. one place before Mr. Magpie in that locality. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. it? Yeah, because it was, I mean, I mean, Posh in Calcutta was basically Park Street to Middleton Street. Yes, yes. Not even Newmarket, maybe Newmarket a bit, but it's over there. Yeah. So how did the people react to that? Um, uh, I'll actually tell you a little bit of when I was starting out, you know, everyone yes, was, yes. I, you know, before I got my own place, I was trying to get a counter uh, at certain uh, shops, I'm not going to name them. And, you know, people are laughing at me. They're like, you want to charge this for this? No one's going to buy it. You know, they're like pretty much, you know, like uh, abandon the project. 
but you know, I just felt really strongly, strongly about it. And uh, you know, one of the key aspects of uh, Miss Macri is that we don't have a pastry; it's only cupcakes. So this yes. is something that I was very. So it's it's still it's it's still so. Still the same. Still the same. Yeah. Very adamant about this that it was going to be a cupcake. And you know my cupcakes are actually with French techniques, and that's how I, you know. No, I, I remember. So our friend Manishita took canas and me, yeah. and we loved it so much that I think uh, we took my mom to your first, and we and she had a cha and cupcakes and all that, and yeah. and it was pretty good, good quality stuff. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at that time, it was it was I was one I would say I'm one of the first in the cafe culture. There's a lot of places which have come up and. Right now, I mean, there is a lot of competition, but luckily, I don't know. We I've created uh, a strong customer base, and I, you know, they they keep coming back, and you know, that's helping. You know, that really helped, especially during COVID, uh, during the lockdown, surviving. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be nine years for us uh, this October, so <laughs> we're actually um, in the process of rebranding. Uh, just because I'm working on the new menu right now and our savories has been, uh, I've always kind of wanted to do more with the savories. And in fact, I'm working on something very exciting, but I'm not going to talk about that too much right now. Yes. We'll talk about it another time when it's ready. <laughs> yes. Because there should always be some nonta with mishti. Uh, there is, but this one's going to be up there. <laughs> no, 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 I'm really yes. excited about it. Yes. But yeah, don't want to reveal anything right now. <laughs> anything more. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so and, and you know, I must tell you one more interesting thing. I mean, um, you know, if I go by a, a Mumbai or Delhi perspective, uh, I can't think of um, any other prominent brand, like, you know, really prominent brand, uh, which has a sole uh, cupcake focus. I mean, look, there are cupcakeries and all of that. But like, uh, I mean, if I look at La 15 or La Folia, it was all about uh, macarons. I mean, they did later do cupcakes in La 15 and there were other places which did cupcakes yeah. um, you know uh, there's also love cheese and poetry and all that um, stuff but but no one really had a cupcake focus I mean now that you come to say it yeah I mean there yeah. are some cupcake only places but no one's really like a big yeah. brand yeah yeah in fact what they do with cupcakes is sacrilegious to me you know like so so why 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 do you choose uh, cupcakes like for example Pooja Dingra of La 15 said she launched with uh, Macron because she added a pair home and for her that was a life redefining moment and all of that. So, um, uh, so why cupcakes for you? Um, first of all, you know, the pretty aspect of it, it's, uh, you know, I have these many sizes. It's just really cute and attractive. And, you know, it's just, uh, for me, aesthetically, it's just beautiful and the texturing and the layering I just uh, liked it. It's, and it's different. You know, honestly, like the thing is also for me, if, if they're selling pastries and why am I going to be the 11th shop selling a pastry? You know, it's, I would, I've always tried to create a difference with Mr. Magpie. And, you know, I believe like we need to have a USP being a, from a business point of view, there needs to be, why will people come to Mr. Magpie? They'll come for the hot shop. They'll come for the cupcake, you know, and that's very important when you want to afford to survive also. Not just, uh, you know, not just because I wanted to, but, you know, it's just uh, a differentiating factor for sure. But also like, you know, like it's attractive and it was very, one of the uh, lucky things I, I must say was that, you know, when I just launched is when Zomato also first came yeah. to Calcutta. 
and you know instagram was just starting and so yes, I was yes. my product and my place is very instagram oh cupcake is meant for instagram in fact <laughs> in, in fact when pooja came out with the first book everyone yeah. expected the cover to have macarons but it had a red velvet cupcake uh -huh. yeah yeah in fact i've actually launched my first macaron uh, this year because uh, okay. i've been kind of it's not i i cuz uh, you know for me it's always been trying to create something uh in a different way so like last year we did a rebranding not rebranding it's more like a refocus you know i wanted to do my cupcakes individually like okay so now i'm doing cupcakes everyone's doing cupcakes so then what is a miss magpie cupcake you'll see yes. not lovely teddy bears and you know which for me it's like creating the little bit moment of joy and happiness as well like you know when you're doing sweets and when someone is wants to have sweets there's actually this happiness factor. exactly yeah. it's it's a wonderful business to be in it's it's really yeah. the business of joy yeah uh, you know desert in which you form yeah yeah and uh, and actually now i'm working on a sugar free range as well because the thing is uh, loving that but also now you, you know, with all the you know information that is surrounding us and the fact that we have a, a huge diabetic population i oh, mean true. which don't no, so i'm i'm always on the lookout for that i mean as i'm growing uh, older and the borderline of sugar and stuff like that i mean sometimes you want to just take the guilt out of it and really enjoy yeah. good stuff yeah yeah and uh, and uh, yeah so i'm launching this actually in august the sugar free range and it's meant to be like you know to not taste like you're getting deprived because mm. my thing is like if you're going to i don't want that you know that bitter after taste you know i'm not going to do a product which i'm not happy with if i yes. need it then then i'll so you know i'll have it in the shop and uh, more and more i'm getting stricter about this i'm not going to have anything average if i don't like it it's off the menu <laughs> you know what i also liked about what you just said about this entire thing of why you chose cupcake and all of that is that um, i know i know there are a whole lot of people out there in different fields including uh say content and all that who look at trends whether it's uh, you know reels or this that or whatever what is trending what is a trending video and let's do that better but unless you do something different which is what you did uh shoini how will one stand out yes later there will be people doing uh, cupcakes but but you know there is this is macpie and cupcakes and 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 that's uh, um and and like you said nine years of sort of leading uh the market and and many more awards after uh, the t2 uh one yes. you know but i was also interested in the fact that you are um, originally uh, i mean and still are uh, still a, a creative person you've been in uh, fashion you studied fashion then you went into uh, confectionery because you were uh, interested in the in the design the texture and all of that um and, and then you uh, you could have i don't know become a chef somewhere and let someone run the business yeah or or you could have let dad run the business i don't know yeah <laughs> but but you decided to open your uh, own business and so how was it becoming a business woman did it come naturally to you um, because it, i i know to me i get that's a running a business a very uh, a great experience working with sabhi sachi where you know i started as a designer then i ended up managing his export division and i got experience managing people at that time like before that you tell me to that i'm going to be if if you told me that i was going to i might have even thought of running my own business never never but then you know like most uh, i think the most uh, daunting aspect of running the business is one you know all these problems suddenly 
uh, which which you need to kind of run with these. Like always, there's like some problems which happen every single day. Something sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small. But you know, it's like a uh, it's like a, a you have to keep running. You know, you can't just suddenly uh, pause or stay. Like you know, just get um, overwhelmed. Like COVID. You know, like the pandemic was one of the the most trying. The first round. The second one was easier because you already had that experience, and we kind of went into uh, into the mode very easily. And it was a lighter version of you know the lockdown itself was not as strong, uh, as uh, rigid as in Calcutta. Lockdown. In Calcutta. Calcutta, yeah. Um, that's funny because a lot of people in the F&B business have said that the first one they still sort of managed, but the second one knocked the wind out of them because they, you know, you know they they thought that it got over the worst and then. It came back, but I guess different way, different people approach things. Yeah, yeah. I think mostly that because the thing is, uh, you know, I guess it's you know when you're running a business, you can't uh, obviously you cannot be in isolation. You're the news, you know, with the second wave and impending. You know, there was a uh, there was a a moment where we had some difficulty in Calcutta, especially in April. Uh, we just uh, opened a, our new outlet in March. Then Where was that? In, uh, Where was that? One in Santoshpur. So it's a Santoshpur. new, new concept. So, so, so just tell me, where, where are the outlets? There's, one is near the sort of Bolpark Lake area, right? Yes. And one Which I've been to. Near City Salt Lake. And the third, the newest one is in Santoshpur. Uh, there was a one in Park Circus before, but I have had to close that during COVID. You know, it was but what I find interesting is all these locations which you've chosen, like, you know, when, when the annuals of Calcutta, Conti, food is uh, written, and, and you know the the British Raj and all of that. Then it's yeah. really all about Park Street and Middleton Street. Like yeah. I said, maybe a bit of uh, yeah. Esplanade and and all of that. And in a way, so you you represent the new uh, Calcutta because you're you're doing like food which is world class, but but you're choosing your own arenas and and sort of spreading it to parts of the city which uh, was really earlier deprived of it. Like when I was growing up. You would have to make the trip to, you know, uh, that Park Street area to sort of have anything uh, yeah. nice. So, um, do, yeah. you, do you see the city changing? I mean, I mean, it must have taken a bit of uh, um, bit of guts at your end to it must have been quite a bold step, right? Did it, did it, did you find that a bit daunting that not going the classical high street? See, city some. Uh, well, Southern Avenue itself at that time was a gamble because there was really like nothing there. But then, of course, you're it's, thinking... it's trendy, but all everyone from it's it's like what Bandra, where I live now in Mumbai, was twenty years back. I mean, it was a it was still a trendy place, but there was nothing in Bandra at yeah. that point. Yeah, it was it was a very a comfortable residential area at that yes. time. You know, yes. was, you know, you got the lakes, you got to walk. Uh, yeah, but no food. Yeah. Yeah. You no, it's a, it's a, either you would go on a date or, or you'd actually go on a date. You wouldn't think then of food. Then I the place to have a date because a lot of people do end up <laughs> at Magpie with the dates, I must yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, in this, fact, uh, you know, one of the most amazing things for me uh, has yes. been, now it's been nine years, I've had the date, the engagement. I was just thinking so. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then and kids' birthday. You know, so we've had the generation there. So that in itself, you know, just experiencing that is it's quite uh, quite amazing. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking the same when you 
when you, when you said that, yes. Yeah. And as a bakery, you kind of get to experience all the, you know, these important moments in a person's life. So that's also quite, uh, <laughs> quite something. We so, had, um, yes, please go ahead. We had someone a few months ago who mailed us and he was like, oh, he wanted to propose in Mr. Magpie because it's where they first met and that's where they first courted and <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah, so from being the chaperone, then you became the one who sort of uh, provided the... Did you have to hide the ring in the cupcake? <laughs> um, no, no, no. no. <laughs> because that would be... A, I mean, that would be a waste of a good cupcake. I mean. no, we <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Food safety. <laughs> yes. Okay, Shaini, I, I want to take this opportunity to ask you to tell people, uh, because, you know, we have people watching in from different parts of the country, world, hopefully, a bit about what's happening in Calcutta today. Not not the politics, but from from the food scene, and again, not just COVID, but but is is you know uh, you know the assumption with Calcutta um, is primarily roll biryani, fuchka, uh, flutes, uh, Chinese, and and all of that is 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 Calcutta changing? And and you're someone who's been out and then come back and then been out and come back. So is the city changing? What what's your message to the world out there? Um, see. I don't think we can take COVID apart uh, from this. Why? Because we've been in, for, in it for two years. And what is really interesting, yes, it's really influenced the food scene right now, you know, because there's a lot of home bakers suddenly, not just home bakers, but a lot of home cooks. And, and there's like these new businesses that have been developed. In fact, pushing people uh, to say cook at home, you know, there's this uh, one person who's like cooking and creating amazing concoctions every day and pushing people like you know like uh, one of i i think for me it's like taking an opportunity you know from yes you know we it's a crazy and like none, none of us could envision being in in living this movie and you know, it's like those apocalyptic crazy yeah, very very black mirror sort of uh, yeah thing, yes. but you know but a lot of, but it's also quite rewarding to see what people uh, you know the success stories and people adapting and surviving and and working through it. Um, Food-wise, it's very exciting, you know, because people have been online a lot, and I think exposed to a lot more, and they want a lot more. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, everyone's much more demanding. Um, we're and everyone, and that's great because the thing is, what happens is they're pushing us, uh, and uh, you know, to, to do better. Because if you have to, it's getting a bit more competitive. Because there is a lot of even like now we've got like Ferzi Cafe, which just came. Oh yeah, they just opened. Yes. Oh, a huge. Uh, um, you know, I've been hearing about it from everyone. So obviously yes. they did something right when they launched. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big monies to start with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so then you know a lot of these you know like the the the, the chains which never had opened in Calcutta before opening. Monkey Bar and all of that also yeah. like. Yes. It's nice to see that, you know, finally, you know, we're also getting <laughs> included. Because <laughs> Calcutta was a little bit ignored, you know, like everything happened. Delhi, Bombay, Bangalore, yes. Hyderabad. Hyderabad yes. as well. Uh, but like Calcutta is always like the poor sister. Uh, the Which is funny because, I mean, once upon a time, I mean, Calcutta was where trends were set. But but things are changing, which yeah. is good. And, and I mean, I mean, you've been doing some very interesting stuff. A few years after you started uh, Aroni with, um, you know, he's, I think he's with Sienna now and um, yes. earlier with, in case I don't remember. So there's interesting things uh, happening. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's a customer changing. Like you said, when you, 
when you started, uh, I mean, uh, the thing was very conservative and people were asking you, would people be willing to uh, spend for so much or when, you know, when they're getting traditional things? So is it, is the Calcutta customer changing in terms of, you know, willing to sort of look for excellence and if required, uh, pay a bit more for that? See, I mean, at the end of the day, there's an entire gamut of people here. And, uh, you know, like from Magpie itself, I would say like there is a niche customer. I, I have a very delicate balance of, uh, you know, uh, not too expensive, but it's still relatively expensive, not an average, but, you know, people will pay for the quality. You know, they, mm. once they perceive the call, the people who do perceive it, they are happy to pay. Sometimes I get a feedback, oh, this is such a tiny cake. But it's, I mean, the percentage of that is very, very, like maybe a 2% out of 2%. So, so there is, you know, like there is that, uh, the customer who wants this. So I believe like, you know, the, there's, you know, it's a huge city. Uh, what a, uh, and a lot of people have come with experiences, you know, a lot of people have stayed abroad and come back and then they- Like you. Yeah, yes, exactly. So, you know, and there has been that exposure and now the desire, and it's not even just abroad, you know, even in say, because Bombay and Delhi are doing a lot more, uh, come back, you want more, you know, you, the thing is now you've, you've been exposed, you want that. Also with social media, right? You're sitting in Calcutta and you're seeing like Farzi Cafe, for example, it's been winning hearts everywhere, including London and whatnot. So there would be that expectation when it sort of opens up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, you were, you were talking about home bakers uh, earlier. So a question which home bakers often ask yeah. is that, um, you know, how does one command value? Because, you know, there, there would be customers who would say that why is this price so much or whatever. So, uh, I mean, you've, you've been the successful brand over so many years. So what, according to you, is the foundation of a successful brand or at least your brand? Like, like how do you... I mean, apart from the fact, of course, one thing you said is that you, you chose a category which was unique at that point. But like you said, I mean, uh, that's, you know, that has this limitation in terms of time. So how do you define the soul of your, of your brand? Like, um, what, what, what sort of gives it its uh, captive power? I think, uh, you know, one of the things that people say often is that Mr. Magpie is their happy place. So that's something, you know, like just that little happiness, which I managed to convey with their products, with the ambience. And that is what uh, it seems, it, it reaches my customers, you know, because that's something you will, is, an, is a comment uh, often. And I think it's that, it's not just like, I, I like to think at least uh, that it's not just an ordinary bakery because you can have that. And for me, like, you know, it's always like, again, you know, one of the, uh, one of my, you know, my core um, tenants, tenants is that uh, you, you everything has to be unique uh, and uniquely magpie. And like, you know, is this magpie? And these are things that I question. And it's like, you know, last year, for example, I had a huge menu. And uh, again, I'm going back to the lockdown, but you know, for me, it was an opportunity. I actually, uh, knocked down the entire menu and then I built it back up slowly and built it back up from favorites, you know, and like, uh, and really understood that what my product is and what my customers want from me, because in, in the middle, I was losing my way a little bit, you know, I was like, okay, let me do something. I guess it happens to all of us. I mean, yeah, yeah. every, every business sort of goes to that as well. Yeah. 
because uh, this is very interesting in fact because this is a uh, quite a learning uh, learning point in the middle you know i thought okay i want to do healthy food so let me like like a healthy thing with the cafe with the cupcakes so you know you'll feel uh, better having it or whatever but you know, <laughs> no, people are coming to my cafe to indulge they want the cupcakes they want yes uh, they want the decans they want that joy and they don't want healthy food and i'm like yeah when they want healthy food they'll probably go somewhere yeah. else or do something else yes i i get that yeah so i'm like understand what what is it that people are coming to to you you know why are they coming to you that's i think a big question and just you know focus on that you cannot uh, go left or right it's a business after all and if it's working it's working for a reason i think it's identifying that reason and you know just uh, keep working developing that give us some examples of your like really um, I, i don't know whether hot selling ones or the things which are really close to your heart i mean we we've, we've heard about the hot chocolate of course but in, in terms of the cupcakes or something which you i'm sure there's some which which are closer to your heart than the others i mean while they all your children in salty cupcake right now and a teddy bear rendition it's got a marshmallow snout and it's oh. so like for me it's just like i look at it and it's like okay it's so sweet it's happy i'm happy looking at it and yeah. uh, you know like uh, for me of course the cakes are really cute because i've got these florals with some little bees with personas and like i think it's just that whole interactive adorable um ness which is uh, something which is, you know which is it, it can work for the kids it can work for the mothers it can it works generationally you know and uh, i think yeah <laughs> and and then we see you, you've been um, running the business for 9 years one or two years before that of planning and set up and i yeah. always ask this to people like you were in the interview who've been running businesses for a while yeah. uh, do you do things uh, during the process to sort of upskill yourself um, or to learn new things and yes, how do you do yeah. it like do you do you take formal time out or or what do you do see there are lots of ways uh, formal time you know i've been wanting to know doesn't happen you know yeah that's what, that's what many people say yes yeah but i you know i grab a course when i'm traveling three days skilling this you know i learn something then i pass it on to my people or like you know getting a professional in from the industry who come and skill up my people these are things but it's very important i mean if you have to stay relevant you need to always be innovating and be improving because you know you cannot do what you keep on doing because uh, i think that's what happened to calcutta you know like as you said rightfully nothing happened there was uh, there was monjis once upon a time a cookie jar and then suddenly like a decade went by nothing happened yes absolutely and cookie yeah. jar itself happened after like a million years i, I think yeah, yeah. yeah there was yeah. there was there were yeah. before that there was a scattering through because I, i mean i had uh, myself come into calcutta when i was like 7 8 years uh, old and and from abroad yeah. and and it was like a shock because there was nothing and yeah. i'm talking the early 80s and and then i mean imagine the big innovations were jollojog and uh, monjinis i yeah. think it's only cookie jars i mean this is yeah. many years and then again nothing again yeah yeah but now it's nothing it's not stayed still at all like oh my god things are I'm so open. happy to hear that yeah, yeah. And, and also some of the hotels also getting like aggressive with you know the itc royal bengal jw and uh, the obera has its Uh, 360 i think the cafe so yeah. they also sort of like it's no longer yeah. the old old lady of borivandar like the way they say no. <laughs> the toi building over here i think yeah. everyone sort of yeah. but you know a very interesting thing you were talking about innovation now uh, you said that a big 
hinge of your business or the anchor of the business are the cafes and the cafes are happy places and of course great products because we also know of you know uh, uh, places in in calcutta which which are happy places rather than nostalgia not yeah. necessarily the best of products but but yeah. Yeah, yeah. one keeps going back there yeah. uh, but uh, but uh, but then the lockdown happened and and pandemic happened and lockdown what is lockdown what this thing the time restrictions uh, table yeah. restrictions so i'm sure you would have had to do a bit of a change and probably move uh, more towards okay. deliveries yeah and where that suddenly the, that happy space was gone yeah. the, in your ability to interact yeah. with your customer yeah. was gone so then how did you deal with that how do how did you still carry the essence of the brand ahead in in that sort of uh, isolated side like for us especially in the second lockdown we did not actually face uh like of course in the beginning in fact uh, there was a bit of a slump but you know what we did is you know of course you you have to adapt uh, we uh, had a very strong social media instagram uh, presence at that time really push 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 interactions and then swiggy you know honestly you know it's uh, at the end of the day swiggy has been a very reliable partner for us it's a um it's a they did make it viable right, to to survive lockdown you know because there's now a lot of third party uh, delivery partners which are coming up but uh, you know this is tried and tested and uh, it was working we don't have a time you know we don't have time to gamble so and also you you got such a delicate product with exactly. the frosting and all of that i mean if if it's not someone who knows how to carry food Even there's a sort of sometimes my god sometimes i mean that that's one of the things you know, this guy suddenly like he's putting the cake and he's putting it on his handle the bike handle we're like what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> See, did you have to make uh, innovations for your packaging and all because given that there was more i did and we're doing also because hmm. i think now obviously the culture is moving towards home delivery i am yeah. uh, worried a little bit i think a lot of people are coming up and a lot of people are staying in so yeah, you know what, yeah. what is uh, the change going to be in a, a few months we will see because it's not like everyone's coming back out again there has been that comfort zone which people have established at home and you know companies yeah. are happy for them to work from home so, yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah it's 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 going to be a bit of a challenge for uh, people uh, when they have to start getting back to work because yeah. you you're right i mean there's this entire comfort zone and you know all our cities with the travel and this that and whatever but but i think once people go back to office they'll probably remember what what they were missing i mean suddenly being away from i know children cats dogs spouses <laughs> i think they have benefits as well when work i mean i've been working home for the last two or three years so that's even before the pandemic so that's that's uh... yeah okay i i wanted to ask you one more question because since you asked about and i mean it's an interesting point which you said about delivery partners because i know that there are many restaurant owners who seem to have a contrary point of view but but even as a customer what you said just to give you an example uh, i live in uh, bandra like this in mumbai uh, and there aren't any really there aren't any maharashtrian eateries very close by but today i wanted to have some maharashtrian food so i, I sort of through swiggy called in from panchikar and you know had the pohe and the vada pav and the misal and all that so it it just uh, enables yeah so the question i was asking was you you spoke about uh social media so um i mean just for me to understand that um are there any things which you guys keep it like do you do it in house or agency are there any things in house yeah. and and um, and and is there anything you keep in mind 
when you do your social media like is there any plan to it or is there any underlying thought because see i'm asking you that because again for home chefs and home business um home bakers that's the main thing yeah. and they sometimes wonder that you know what works what doesn't work um so tried and tested uh, generally planning you know like i would do a month's plan before you know because i'll do the shoot and finish it off in a day or two and then the entire month is done uh, so sometimes that works and sometimes you know it's almost like a work in progress but uh, you know that that is you know the months that you can plan in advance and have the you know because at the end of days what maybe how many posts do you want to do a week and how many pictures do you need and it's very easy to uh boil that down and then plan accordingly yeah and um, you know is, they, uh, there must be a lot of like engagement and all that on the social media in terms of question answers and stuff like that so um, or is it people uh, have a natural <laughs> engagement and, and in calcutta we love to talk we love to huh. talk about food if we can talk with the mouths shut <laughs> mouths you know always usually they love the decoration or the products and they're kind of excited to try it that's the interaction what i've seen a lot of people tag the product to show their friends uh yeah so that's what happens <laughs> I, I, i'm sure that uh, also you must be uh, you uh, must be quite a role model in Calcutta and even otherwise, and, and Mr. McFarland saying. So, do you see like a lot of young people um, wanting to sort of join, to study, to learn with you? Um, is that happening? A lot of people want to do internships, and then that's something I am thinking about going forward. Maybe something. And like is it both genders, boys and girls, both? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, it's been very interesting. The, and um uh, which part of the business uh, is something i want to ask you as we are closing which which attracts you more is it like you know being at i don't know whether you call it the studio or the kitchen and and uh, creating new things always the kitchen no always the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, the management is not attractive at all i don't think anyone is attractive i don't know yeah yeah but you know it's it that you have to, i mean i think i get to do the creative a lot less than i would like to and i think that's just the way the you know it happens you know as you go bigger and bigger you need to do you know the management kind of takes over yeah i guess even if you're in a company or agency like you are in fashion you might yeah. start off as a designer but so do you have teams and um, yeah all of that so listen there there are tons of people out there who are uh, you know bursting with all sorts of ideas whether it's in confectionery or, or even otherwise uh, but they sometimes feel a bit daunted about the idea of uh, starting your a, a business so um, what's your words of advice to them having gone through this uh, yourself so you know one creating a business really isn't for everyone uh, the main thing is you know you need to be asked like one of the things that i found is like you know you're going to have a ton of advice as you go yes. forward tons yes. of advice now the thing is to to be able to take the right ones and filter it in and you know and uh, making that choice but the thing is you ask how do you know uh that is something which is maybe trial and error but uh, that i think that is like the crux of it to be able to wean the good from the bad and then but keeping your your own identity don't get weighed down like that you need to listen to that person's advice or or 100% just because you know they've been uh you know like i'll tell you one example in fact the yes, page, 
My Sorry, what is I, I missed that part. Yeah, this is actually the, the pastry and the cupcake story. You know, my yes, choice yes, yes. of cupcakes. My father was very disapproving with me <laughs> this choice. He's like, how could you not have pastry in your cake shop? You know, it's like, that's like unheard of. But I was very adamant, like, that is what I wanted to do, you know? And uh, so, you know, like, you, I could have been like, okay, you know, maybe I should listen to my dad. But some, that's what I mean. Like, sometimes you just need to know. And be but, but, but did you sort of come around to it and they just said, okay, maybe you were right? Yes, of course. He was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, my dad was amazing that way, you know, like, uh, sometimes we would have a conflict, but then, you know, like, he would, you know, like, we would both, we could both be like, okay, you were right, or you were right, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's always, uh, you know, things to learn from, not to also, you know, like, you know, if you make a mistake, it's fine. Just, you know, pick yourself up and, you know, go forward. That's the thing, you know, like, uh, and I think like in a lot of entrepreneurs, that's what I see. You just pick yourself up and keep moving forward, you know, and there's like, if you made a mistake, learn from it, don't do it the next time, but learn. <laughs> and, and challenges come from everywhere. I mean, the professional challenges, uh, the, the, the environment, which is COVID. I mean, you've, you've had, um, uh, you know, your own personal issues with accidents and this, yeah. that and what, but, but you keep, problem. but you keep getting up from, if I uh, like, if I use a sort of mnemonic from my era, like, like Rambo. So what, what keeps you going? Or Rocky, whatever, what keeps you going? So the last year, in fact, it was uh, the thought of my people. Uh, you know, I was like, you know, I, there is like closing down would mean that they wouldn't have jobs and then they wouldn't be able to support their families. And like that itself was panic for me, panicky because I just felt responsible. And, you know, they would, they've been with me for so many years. And I just, that, I think that was one of really been one of my driving forces. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes it is too much. Sometimes I, I could easily be like, okay, give up and I can have an easy life and stuff. But uh, I must say that my people are one of the, one of the things that really do, you know, keep me going. And uh, then, you know, I get, you know, then I get into like this creative space and, uh, this last year has been fantastic. Uh, every month there's been innovation and... Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's absolutely fabulous. I mean, what you said right now is, uh, is, is so wonderful that, that, you know, the thought of your team and your people, because like you said, I mean, there are times when you could have maybe sat back and there were times when you needed to sit back perhaps. I mean, it was not just being sort of indulgent or lazy, but he yeah. kept on. And what he said... I mean, the fact that uh, every month uh, you come up with new innovations and things like that. I mean, imagine like, you know, the, the conventional thought would be that, you know, pandemic means like maybe uh, survival. And, and I mean, that's true. And one's not looking down upon that uh, or, or disregarding that. I mean, that would be wrong. But the fact that, uh, I mean, uh, you've been actually been creating new things and maybe yeah. that's given you the sort of extra burst of, I don't know, sugar rush <laughs> to use a, <laughs> yeah. uh, the yeah. appropriate sort of fun for the uh, category. Because we do need to smile. We can't just all like, we can't let ourselves get run over and stuff. We need to pick ourselves up and there should be, I mean, one of the little things, because sometimes, you know, it was questioning, you know, I was questioning like, is this, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, I'm not getting the word for it. Uh, you know, is this, uh, you know, frivolous, I think, you know, like at, at, in, you know, in, the, in, the, in the context, yeah, I know what you mean. But, you know, right. like, 
thing is that there aren't any, you know, the reasons for, you know, like this sweet and innocent cupcake, you know, it was, there's a lot of reason for it, you know, it's just, we did need joy, you know, it's not. No, and, and it's not frivolous because one is, I mean, it's not that one needs to justify that, but what people don't realize is that uh, that cupcake, um, and, and I'm saying this for so many businesses, yeah. support so many things. I mean, uh, this, your staff, your, yeah. your chefs, your cleaning staff, your, your managerial folks, the delivery yeah. people, their families. That's... People don't realize it. I mean, I mean, it's easy to pass judgment and yeah. say, oh, how can you have cupcakes? I mean, but, but it's not really a Mary Antoinette sort of uh, situation. I think people sometimes need to focus on what they are doing and what they can do well than to sort of uh, pass judgment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> On that, uh, I'd like to say, I mean, uh, back in Blighty, have cupcakes and keep calm. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, that's that's um, uh, very true. So um, it was an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you, Shoini, and hopefully, you know, things will be better and one can go back to uh, Calcutta and sit in Mrs. Magpie and have some, you know, hot chocolate and cupcakes. Can't think of anything better. Um, yeah. All the best for whatever, uh, you know, interesting things you're planning. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about that and for the rebranding and everything like that. And uh, yes, and so so folks, I have the sugar-free range. Uh, let me know. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. I want to. No, so, so are we because I mean, uh, we are now in this stage of life where we are trying to sort of uh, cut down on sugar and then look at uh, you know more healthier and better yeah. ways of living. Yeah, and uh, that's that's really uh, uh, interesting. So uh, folks, uh, I mean, I, I always um, feel very proud when I do chats like this, which are with people from uh, back home, so to speak. And Shoini is, of course, a global citizen. And she didn't tell you this, but she's, she's also a cyclist. And she's got uh, the attraction of the local media for, for cycling. But we'll talk about that some other day. But she's become a serious cyclist also now. So she's not just innovating in cupcakes. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> you know, it's so amazing, yeah. Yeah, sorry, what was that? I mean, like riding, it's like, it's like fitness for food, essentially, so that I can eat. <laughs> that's, that's the best <laughs> motivator. So, so that's yeah. Rani Basu. She runs uh, Mrs. Magpie. I think a uh, revolutionary uh, place in, in Calcutta, a bit different from the average revolution you <laughs> associate Calcutta with. Uh, her cupcakes can be red, pink, but other colors as well. And... Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> So she's so she's there at Salt Lake. She's there very recently at Shantishpur. Um, then uh, the Lake Avenue is that, uh, is that the right or Robindeshwar? Uh, right? You're Southern Avenue, so it's Southern here. Avenue. Yes, here Southern area. Avenue, where 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 many romances uh, bloom. And uh, <laughs> so, so so do try it out. And and uh, and if you're in Calcutta, you have no reason not to try it out. And now's a good tip part that even if you're not in Calcutta, you can order stuff for your loved ones. Maybe not yeah. so loved ones. Maybe you can sort of make up with them by ordering cupcakes. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Shoini. Absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you. It's lovely uh, to be on your show. Do take care. Bye. Bye.